What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome to episode 61 of The Exercise, brought to you by the Cheesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. Joining me, as always, we have the mayor of Stardew Valley and Eorzea, Chris Montabano. To be honest, uh, <laughs> at this point, fuck 2021 <laughs> in its entirety. We got the most degenerate squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. You know, as much as I would love to ride a T-Rex, I don't feel like doing the Praetorium for 30 hours. And we got the Akoski Durag, Madrid Devon. Um, Casamigos Black tastes like fucking jet fuel. All right, and joining us for the first time, we have someone all the way from the other side of the pond. We have the modern alchemist. Hello, it's your friendly neighborhood alchemist here. How are you guys doing? We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about PlayStation's Play at Home initiative. We're going to talk about the new Fortnite season. We're going to talk about Haven Studios. We're going to talk about the spring season of anime, because we couldn't have the Modern Alchemist on here and not talk anime. And we're going to talk about the Chaos Theory event in Apex, because the whooshing's gone, and I can play this game again. That was what was stopping you? No, I mean, Final Fantasy fourteen was stopping me from playing Apex for a while, but... I feel like Final Fantasy fourteen is just a lifestyle. Like, you start, you get addicted, and you just never recover. So <laughs> I've recovered, but I'm... Recovered and relapsed multiple times. Yeah, that's the thing. I've been into it for, like, two months at this point, and I've put, like, 150 hours, and I've fallen completely off the game and gone several days not even thinking about it, and then I was right back in today. Can you imagine if you actually role-played while you played it? No, I'm not joining any RP server on anything. I'm Anton, if you call me anything else. Anton Twitch! (laughs) It's just like Ant- if you play your character, oh noble hero, help okay, us defeat Sir Anton. If you love D and D and you play fourteen, and you make a character and you just really get into it and you just fucking like make a cat boy and you got a story behind your cat boy whose family died and then. You're just coming up as a black mage, and you're just fucking getting in there. Why you got your why you got your powers and your and your magic, and then you start rolling, and you just get into the 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 whatevers of it, and then you just realize it's nine months later, and you're still playing the same game. This is very specific. Yes, you can't explain to your friends. Why they gotta get into this game. I told you. It was part of my New Year's resolution for 2021. I told you. I'd at least beat A Realm Reborn. It's a great year because my friends actually started playing this game. And um, I didn't have to convince them anymore. And they actually started playing it. And I was so excited because I had friends now. (laughs) (laughs) Chris, keep your dog away from any cake. I'm feeling that kind of episode energy. <laughs> Make sure there isn't a birthday cake anywhere for your dog to get into. It's a uh, home alone cake. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. It's pizza. <laughs> you know, well, pizza. National Pie Day was the other day, so okay. I'll drink to that. So, Miss Alchemist, 
we this is your first time for a lot of the people in our community hearing from you. Who are you? What do you do? What are you known for around the Twitterverse? Um, okay, so <laughs> Twitter's kind of funny because after a certain hour, you may just see me become a Black Butler stan on the timeline. I'm so sorry. I've been addicted to Black Butler and Yu-Gi-Oh since I was a kid. Like, it's it's never going to change. Just, I'm warning you lot right now. At a certain hour, you may just see me standing Sebastian Wackens. That, that That's it. Um, outside of that, <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, um, I run a podcast with four of my friends where we just talk all things anime like you know five black women um i occasionally write articles not all of them are angry rants at disney for their trash um adaptation of armis foul that that one yeah. really <laughs> that was that, criminal that was that, actually that that, that was, was that was a crime it was it was unprovoked who told you <laughs> or Lorongba or Jamila, who told you to go and take a well-loved book? I hate when they do this. They did this to Death Note. They've done this to the Avatar, the last Airbender. They did this to Dragon Ball. How do you fuck up Dragon Ball? How? It's literally one of the biggest franchises. How do you mess up Dragon Ball to the extent that... The- <sighs> like, even... Okay, I, I can... Hey, Hollywood can't Dragon adapt Ball. anything Wait, properly. They couldn't even do Hollywood. Couldn't even do Godzilla. Godzilla. Ghost in the Shell. Like oh, that. God. No, don't. No, no, I'm not touching that. No, no, no. <laughs> Jalen's like, you're not going to trigger that, me that tonight. He's like, I'm focusing happened. on whatever's going on in this other monitor. You're not going to get me this time. <laughs> no, I'm not getting have, it. No. If we talk about like trash adaptations, you have to address Ghost in the Shell because you could have. No, I don't. I don't actually have to. <laughs> Like, Actually, not... I don't. That could just stay. That could just be some weird alcohol-induced fever dream. That, that... Was the 2000s adaptation of Godzilla really that bad? That's what I meant. Godzilla 2000. Not 2014. I was about to say, was I've kind of Wolf enjoyed the newer Godzilla. Bad. Yeah, they're not too bad. Also, the trailers no, were pretty good. A monster slab. No, I'm talking about the <laughs> 2000s one where there were pretty much T-Rexes copying off of Yeah, no, that's the one that's bad. Is it really that bad? Is it that bad? And it's not fun. And it's, it, it's actually bad. It's and it's not fun. fun bad like Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. It's, it's not fun, fun bad. It's bad. It's not I mean, fun bad. It's just bad. Eight years old, so who knows? Because you guys were probably younger. But it was pretty The cartoon fun. was better, Chris. The cartoon was better. I don't Yo, disagree. That cartoon, that cartoon slapped. Like, like, that's not, what that's we not wanted out of that movie, the movie was the cartoon. Don't play with it. Because the cartoon me. was just good. I don't disagree. I was just trying to see if it was actually that bad. If anyone else yes. agrees. No one else does. <laughs> why wouldn't they just turn those t-rexes and like i don't know put them in a jurassic park movie like why would you because there's the two because the guys who wanted to make that godzilla movie decides to break the fundamental rule of godzilla which is godzilla should be throwing hands by the end of this movie they were like we're too smart for that so we're not going to do that godzilla technically threw hands at who mama godzilla fucked a lot of people at up. who and who? Who? Yeah. It spent most of his time running away from missiles. Well, I mean, oh, now, tw- now 2014 Godzilla, that one threw hands. 
that that'll tear your mouth open and atomic breath you. Mm-hmm. That's, true. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing it fucking did. We need Pacific right Rim Cross you know right Godzilla. That's all it then did. We got, then we got, but then after that, we got Shin Godzilla, and Shin Godzilla slaps. Mm-hmm. 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 And then after that, we got uh, then Hollywood actually started making good Godzilla movies again. Speaking of when, when are we getting Mecha Hitler back into Wolfenstein? Oh, like <laughs> he said, Mecha Godzilla, and that's like a Wolfenstein staple is Mecha Hitler. You know, like no, we're nobody. We're not in a good climate for that, you know. <laughs> yeah. But the whole point of Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein like they quiet. did like a whole why, ad campaign that was like right after have... people were talking about punching Nazis. Yo, it's like what's better than punching Nazis? Shooting Nazis. And so it was a whole thing but, for Wolfenstein. Okay, my, my point is why even have Nazis? Like even even having them as antagonists is still promoting like Nazism. I mean, like their the, next like the game you can do have to be in America. I'm not erasing. Well, actually, like, it depends on how you handle it. Like, if you make them incompetent as they are, just a bunch of incompetent, violent dumbasses, and you get yeah. to spend the game dunking on them, I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, your next Wolfenstein is probably going to take base in America with all the two fucking... in America. Was it? Yeah, it's like I alternate history. Like, like, weren't you? What? Wait, aren't they all in America? All the Wolfensteins? Well, not all of them. The two most recent ones, like the are they are they set in America? I haven't um, played any of the new the Wolfensteins. So, like, are they set in America the after they won the the World War? I know two is. I'm not sure about one. Yeah, because I've I've seen the I've seen like you know the trailer like some of the gameplay for the second one but not the first one i have it i just haven't got around to playing it because i'm too busy dying in bloodborne like a, a chump so yeah eventually i'll get I, around to I know. i'm not far in bloodborne at all so there's that <laughs> i do not have the spare blood pressure to take on that game right now i See, i just i don't i really like so you know the cleric beast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We know him well. <laughs> yeah, him. I just, I get to like this much left of his health and then I make a stupid mistake. Are you, do you ever get like mid fight and then you like twitch on the controller and you just go yeah. the wrong way and you die? It consistently happens to me every time I walk into a boss fight for the first time. I don't know what it is. I've never, like, one-shotted something and come out and be like, yes, I am, in fact, the G. It's never happened. Because I just go, and then I mess it up. Try playing Sekiro. Because Sekiro, the thing is, the fight is, like, the first, like, major fight, Genichiro. So, like, part of my, this year gaming, I just decided, I'm like, I'm going to pick back up Sekiro. Because I have it, I didn't get far in it at all. And I was just like, I was listening to a bunch of podcasts that were saying, play Sekiro, play Sekiro. Like, I have a lot of people I know who they're like, Sekiro is probably the best Souls game for you because you're a weeb and there's an actual story in this one. And so, I picked up Sekiro, played through a big chunk of it. But the last thing I did before I put it back down was Genichiro. And Genichiro was the purest example of, like, 
this fight's short, but it's going to feel like it's an hour on every attempt because he's just going to kill you over and over and over again. Yeah. He's that final kind of like, I say he's the end of the um, tutorial. That's what I tell people. I'm like, you know, once you once you beat him, you pretty much got a grasp on the game. Like, and everything that leads up to that is like, each kind of like pre-boss or like boss before him is kind of teaching you the mechanics. It's like, all right, you're going to want to master this mechanic before you can go on. Mikiri counter. The one dude that was trying to teach me Mikiri counter. I'm so glad I learned it to beat him because... Yeah. <laughs> like, you need, like, that's a great skill to have. And then besides that, like, the way he, like, punishes punishes you for, like, trying to heal at certain moments and, like... And then in the middle of the fight, like, in his second phase, they're like, yeah, here's a new move. Here you go. <laughs> you gotta learn it right now. <laughs> or you're gonna die a lot. Oh, so, my God. <laughs> definitely get that one to try. But for um, the cleric beast, just craft a bunch of Molotov cocktails and don't even just just spam them. <laughs> like no, like seriously, like I fought them and I just somebody's like, yo, just use Molotov cocktails and I just fucking spam them. <laughs> Do you know what the irony of that is? I think the Molotov cocktails, I keep using them to like kill off everything beforehand especially that like that big ass guy behind the door oh yeah like, you know when you, you yeah you know when you run for him i hate him so just run, <laughs> run clean past him yeah i didn't I go back to fight him until time. after i beat the cleric beast because just run clean past people yeah did you ever find the shortcut to that takes you straight to the cleric beast from the thing like, it's the door on the left side, and then you just go up through the house, and you're there? Or are you still taking the long way? <laughs> it's okay. This uh, is a safe There's a shortcut. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you got to go the long way, and then that bridge that the Cleric Beast is on, if you go to the left, one of those houses on that, like, bridge you'll be able to go into and then you can go downstairs and you can open a gate that takes you right back to that little uh prayer thing the thing you sit at oh my God. and then from then on you can just go straight to the cleric beast it's like two dudes in a house and then you can run past the crows up top and you're at the cleric beast so you instead of spending the like 15 minutes of Fighting the, all the plague-ridden rats guys yep, down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. The plausible. Oh my god, the plausible. No, the plausible. That... Long ass arms. <laughs> and with the the guy with the stupid like flaming spear as well. Like, oh god. And then there's the guy behind the carriage head. that just hops yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, and then there's the guy like you know who's sitting there. Like asleep, and you get too close, all of a sudden he's just got a gun like pointed at your face. <sighs> From software, why do you feel the need to give me hypertension? Like, why? <laughs> See, the thing is, I almost broke a controller when I first went to Sekiro, but going back to Sekiro with the mindset of just counter. Because Sekiro, like, Bloodborne makes you be aggressive, but I feel like Sekiro is, like, every boss that I've fought, I've just been, like, up on them, like, with my sword. Yeah, I'm blocking this. Time for a parry. Like, take that posture down. 
I think it's the one for people who don't like from software games don't click with you. Actually, I think you'll be better at Bloodborne now because you're used to parrying, so you can just aggressively parry in that game and ruin lives faster. Yeah, but you don't have as many bullets. Like, I can parry 10 attacks back-to-back in Sekiro where you have, what's the max, like, five Quicksilver bullets? No, you, you can carry 20. Yeah. And you only need one to parry. And you can sacrifice blood to create a new bullet. To create five more. So you can instantly hit that, get five more, go in, get a quick parry, and you got all that health back like nothing happened. I mean, I'll boot it up on my PS5. I got it installed. I have Dark Souls. I have Demon Souls, Dark Souls 1 through 3, Bloodborne, and Sekiro installed on my PS5. So. What's your excuse now? (laughs) Me? (laughs) Or you just... (laughs) Not liking pain? We're not all into BDSM. Yeah, like... <laughs> I've just been having Only fun. I don't know if I heard that last time correctly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you heard it right. <laughs> I was about to say it, because that was the wrong time to attempt to take a seat. All right. So what we never got to the name of your podcast. What's your podcast called? Where can people find it? Like, yeah, break it down for the uninitiated. Mm-hmm. Because oh, okay. we so, talk um, anime all the time, but we don't talk anime enough for certain people. So you guys just talk anime, so we'll give... Oh, someone throwing shade at the lack of <laughs> the lack of anime content because they need to I mean I, you guys are doing like you know the whole Monty. You're talking about everything that interests you guys, um, and I think with us girls, what has sort of happened is that we all like what brought us all together is like our shared love of anime and all different genres of anime. Because you know, I I hate to say this, but a lot of um, anime fans sort of like you know they see like a female anime fan, they're like oh. All you, all you watch is like slice of life, or Shojo. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, um, what do you watch? Oh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, so when did Jordan Shofana like leave? <laughs> when did he get off the boat? In whatever what's the theme song, go. What's the theme song? Like, when did? Um, oh, well, I, can I give what is is. It's Phantom Blood. If you haven't, it's it's not that deep. It's like the first seven episodes. When did what happened when um, Jonathan was on the boat with Dio and like like before episode seven? Like what happened? It's like finally you. The answer is got really homoerotic. That's what happened. I mean, that's kind of the entire. That's kind of the entire five seasons of the show. (laughs) It's the manga slowly discovering that he's gay. It's like whoa. Okay. I mean, I t- like it's it's one of my favorite shows because, like, first of all, I like the way it plays with like you know gender tropes and just like the whole. If you read like his inspiration from why the characters are the way that they are, like the high fashion references from the clothing to the poses to the everything, the way yeah. his artwork has not stayed stable. Like, if you see Dio, like his original drawing, and you see Dio now, it's completely different artwork styles and i like that because it's just proof of his like evolution as an artist that's what like works much because that's yeah. when it kind of like 
when it shifts, it's like, okay, yeah, all right. These were like Greek gods, like, like really based in Fist of the North Star. Now it's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to slim it down some, you know, I'm more model-esque. Like, this is Prince. Like, Josuke's Prince. Exactly, exactly. He streamlined everything more and more as he got towards his later work. And you can sort of see, like, all the different stories and bits that he's pulled from to make his his lifetime masterpiece. That's probably what it is at this point. Um, and so I was talking about it with the girls, and I finally convinced them to watch it, and I finally got them past Phantom Blood. And they were like, yeah, okay, you did a good thing. And that was when I was like, okay, at this point, because you have watched JoJo, I will now watch One Piece. Like, I'll do that for you. I don't feel like that's equivalent in exchange whatsoever. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, seen. but One Piece is also a thousand plus chapters. JoJo's yeah. Bizarre Adventure is five seasons. Okay, I mean, that's because they've done a great job at condensing the like the subject matter. Mm. Like that's that's a that's a S plus tier anime adaptation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. Like those come by the handful, you know. See, like the problem with the problem I'm sort of having with One Piece is one. Compared to George's Bizarre Adventure, there is nowhere near as much filler, like the percentage. It's just, it's not comparable. Two, like, yes, some of the plot in, like, One Piece is amazing, and, like, some of the character building and the world building is amazing. But JoJo, they've they've condensed it to such an extent that, like, you know, watching each season, you don't really feel like there's any wasted time. You get to know all the characters. You get to see the whole plot unravel, and you don't really miss anything, whereas in One Piece, there are huge portions of it where it's like, okay, we're waiting for the build-up. We're waiting for the build-up, and then the build-up arrives, and it's like three episodes. It's like, I've waited 40 episodes to get to this point. <laughs> why Why is it just, why is it over like that? How long was the uh, Ichigo versus Ukiura fight? In Bleach. I can't remember how long that thing was. So, <laughs> well, the beginning, there was a whole filler arc in between that. Yeah, so, <laughs> it was like two episodes up front and then like four episodes after like a year and a half of filler. But like, it was so worth it, though. <laughs> it, that fight was worth it. I just, I, I don't know. Something just doesn't click. And when I tell the girls this, because three of them are like, you know, One Piece stands, their next response is always, "But you're up to date on Detective Conan." Uh, yeah, I mean, that's wait, you're up to date on Detective Conan? <laughs> yes, I am, and I am unashamed. Good Lord that. Almighty. <laughs> I mean, what I started. Why is he still a kid? I, that's always my thing. I'm like, after watching this, this I was a kid. Like, they figure shit out. She ain't at least figure out that that. Oh, that's actually that's actually my my nickname. <laughs> and he's been a kid this whole time living in my house. I mean, but this is the thing. I like detective stories, and I feel like each each episode or like each little contained story is its own thing so it, you're not constantly like you know focused on the overarching plot you're just kind of taken from mystery to mystery to mystery and they don't really recycle storylines like that. it just it's interesting and i like it and okay so why okay okay why does like background update like they get cell phones and like macbooks and ipads but no time has passed since it started i mean see that part 
that just far. don't ask, you know, just, you know. You, don't, you, you, you don't ask questions about that, but you just accept it for what it is, and you keep they watching. Always, and yeah. It takes place oh, over yeah, the exactly. course of that it, one hour where Apple completely rose from obscurity. <laughs> like... I mean, heck, they didn't screw up their timeline as hard as they did, as the Simpsons did recently. They turned, now, apparently, to keep the timeline in order, Homer was now a child in the, of the 90s. What? To keep the timeline in order. He grew up in the 90s. To keep the timeline in order. Oh, so no. Homer, to keep the timeline in order, Homer is now younger than Bart. How did... <laughs> That is cursed. <laughs> that is cursed. So yeah, this spring season of anime. doing like TikTok dances though in the next episode. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> TikTok. I wouldn't what? be surprised. Damn. No. They're gonna be surprised. Yeah, do the floss. Do the savage dance. Do all oh, the dances no. I do in Fortnite in my spare time. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. The way I have not booted up that game in, like, I started playing it the day it came out. I think I played it for, like, three months, and then I was like, yeah, I'm retired. (laughs) See, the thing is, I'm in and out. Like, this, the past couple seasons have just had shit that has spoken to me as a person. And so, like, Laura Croft and Raven from Teen Titans are on this season's Battle Pass. And apparently Beast Boy's, like, confirmed to be coming. And last season, they had Kratos, they had Master Chief, they had Ryu and Chun-Li, they had just all types of shit. Uh, Freaking, they had Ninja, John Wick, like, all these different skins that have been... I feel like Fortnite doesn't keep me around as a game, it keeps me around as a collection of skins. Yeah. And dances. Yeah. I think I prefer watching people. So what you're play saying is Fortnite you're as opposed. Hmm. What did you say, Madrid? What did you say? What you're saying is you're just a walking lick, Anton. Just like, oh yeah, he's just he's just pools of money coming to purchase our skins. You know. <laughs> Look, at least it's not uh, like I've condensed. It used to be Overwatch. It used to be Gotchas. It used to be battle passes in every fucking game I'm playing. So Look, Fortnite, I'm part of the Fortnite, Fortnite crew, man. They just give me ten dollars of V bucks every month, and uh, the uh, battle passes are free. I almost called them season passes, but yeah. I prefer watching people play it as opposed to playing it myself. I, something about, like, you know, the building and the, the shooting at the same time. I don't I just, build. <laughs> you don't build. You just go in, like, guns blazing just yeah. out the gate. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, most ARs will shoot through a wooden wall, and most people are building with wood and trying to do all this stuff. Like, an AR will shoot through that. Like, I'll build so rarely that it's almost like... A shock to see me build, but I win games consistently. I play regularly. I've completed my battle pass every season for like the last four, five plus seasons. So, yeah, you sound like a true American. Battle passes? That's the American way? Honestly. (laughs) 
spending money on stupid shit. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, but that's my whole existence, Madrid. Like, you, sir, have bought into it. Yeah, but I mean, I've bought dumber shit than a Fortnite skin. Oh, no, so have I. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all guilty of that at this point. I'm going to use the Fortnite skin and look cool in the game that I'm playing, which, you know, the drip is always relevant. I'm about to go buy some Apex skins, like the fuck? <laughs> if Monster Hunter weren't so fucking close, I would have gotten Bangalore's thing. I couldn't do it two events in a row. I got Gibraltar's heirloom. I was like, I got all these things. It feels good. And then this Ooh. one, I'm like, this Gibraltar. Really has the, she really has the best heirloom. Like, shouts out to them for that. You don't like Octane's the best still? Bangalore literally has a girl. Like, that's like, did you see her sharpen it? That's just cool <laughs> as fuck. This shit, like, lights up. I'm like, yo, they fucking snap. The Gibraltar me. one lights up. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. It's cool <laughs> You're just mad that it's Gibraltar. No, I actually fuck with Gibraltar now. I've been playing them a lot more lately. Yeah, since I got the heirloom, I've put like a hundred times more time into Gibraltar than I did pre-heirloom. That's how they get you. So, I mean, while we're on Apex, let's talk about this Chaos Theory event that popped off. What was that, last week? I don't think we had played it by the time we recorded last week. I can't remember. What is time, you know? <laughs> what is existence? The concept meant to enslave you to capitalism. Talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, Think okay, about so- it. We've been trapped in a structure our entire lives. They put us through a system to get us used to factory working conditions. Right? And they make sure that it's linear... You know, they want you to stay inside of the line, brother. That's why they would get mad at us for coloring outside of the lines because we're going against the linearity of the entire situation. You know, they want you to subscribe to their binary code. You feel exactly. me? Hold on. And then on top of that, on top of that, it teaches you not to think for yourself. So you can't challenge authority. You're just going to wait for them to tell you what to do. You ain't going to act on your own. We're gonna, we ain't gonna figure it. it out. They want you to spend money on 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 Genshin Impact and and Apex Legends. Don't call me out. <laughs> and take grand order. Bro, y'all, you, you're not the only one, sister. They got us all. Shackle. They got the waifus. They got the waifus. Bad. Waifus back to thigh foos. You know, and they giving you thigh fools. You know, in your eyes. Okay, giving you eye fools or thigh fools. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh my god. That's how you get this. is what this is where we get from chaos theory. Like, yeah, (laughs) it's chaotic. So they they put in a um, Cossack gets his own little volcano lair full of gas. You know, he's like, uh, he's like one of those niggas that used to be in the underground. Gag, 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 gag. They'll come whispering in your ear. Gag, 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 gag. So that's Caustic, right? And that's his new place or whatever. Nobody goes there anymore because everybody hates Caustic. Plus, they nerf Caustic in his in his update, which is I, I think that's just amazing. <laughs> um, and then there's this uh, shit with Mad Maggie. She was the she was the person from the Fuse cinematic that has like 
and started blowing up shit in King's Canyon. So mm-hmm. now she's like hijacked the games and she's like talking. A lot of people really hate her. They're like, oh my god, Maggie, shut up! No, I like her being the announcer has made me want her in the game even more than right. I already I did. I actually enjoy her as the announcer because she's talking shit. And it's not just the announcer. Like, this kill leader has been defeated. And your character's like, oh, some kill leader. She's just like, oh yeah, kill leader's been defeated. They were trash. <laughs> and so are you. <laughs> I'm opening up a ring. Now, this is what I don't like. Like, they just spawn rings just, like, in the middle. Like, they know where people are, and they would just spawn a ring there. And they've given us, like, heat shields or whatever to fight against the ring. But at the same time, you're ended up in some real sticky situations because of it. Which, it's cool. It does bring something new to the game. But sometimes it is fucked me over the hard way. I don't like that. Especially when I'm trying to grind out matches so I can unlock more stuff to possibly get the chance at looking at Bangalore's heirloom, which I still haven't gotten any crafting materials for an heirloom. Like crafting oh. materials, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> the fucking grind for Apex crafting materials. The amount of fucking Apex packs I've opened in my life at this point. I should just give me one crafting material. Just don't make it, don't make me look poor. Going to the heirlooms tab of the store and being like zero. Give me one. Make me, make me poor. feel special. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> See what capitalism does to you. See what Shit. capitalism does to you. Yeah, I like a dollar in my bank account over zero dollars in my bank account. It, it's a di- it Money just hits real, different. Brother. Money ain't real. Yeah, it's just, you know, the blockchain. All that shit. Non-fungible art. <laughs> I figured we had to bring up fungible NFT. art once. Yeah, and we had to bring up NFTs once. Just obligatory as a podcast. It's all of our bo- buzzword quotas for the week. All right. <laughs> Hashtag ad. Thank you, uh, everybody, for coming. <laughs> no, but... Yeah, like Apex has been fun. That's that's basically all I got to say about it. Like they patched out the swooshing, like that was a big problem because the, the rings would just make a sh- so you would think somebody's landing on you at like fucking all times. And you know, if you're really listening, that's just gonna bother you. Like it's gonna have you on edge. Like <sighs> the littlest things will set you off in Apex, and I don't know. People are. It seems like people hate this uh, limited time event the most. So, there's that also. I don't have any problems with it. I've actually been just playing my ass off because I want to be the Fuse main of Legend. And so having all these trackers and badges and all this stuff to go with my Fuse player card. You know? I get it. I really want that Revenant skin. In that Loba skin, so... I really want that Loba skin. Real bad. Like, they haven't given her a good skin in... Since they made her, her you know? <laughs> I have no problem with her last season skin. It's... Or last event skin. Well, not even oh. last event. I'm trying to think, because it was... Post-anniversary. Oh, no. Everybody just completely ignore the Twitch stream. What's it doing? 
Nothing. What don't don't even worry about what was happening on the Twitch stream. It's, no, I have to go look. Oh. It's resolved now. You, you you're too late. You asleep at the wheel. But so, I guess the thing we'll talk about next. I guess that counts as our apex time for the episode. Yeah. We had some fourteen time. Uh, Fantasy fourteen did exist. They've charged me twice. <laughs> they technically got me twice. Play so. the fucking game. <laughs> just fucking play it. It got I your money. Yesterday. Just play it. He has to work, Chris. You should understand that. Work being the prohibiting time. factor of you playing Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen with all your time. If I had shadow clones, I'd have one playing at all times. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to come at you like that. It's been a long day. <laughs> so, the big story that I kind of wanted to talk about with my esteemed panel here, uh, I want to talk about these play-at-home games that PlayStation's doing. Talk about yes. It, yes. So, yes. I'll run through the list. And so it's Res Infinite, Abzu, The Witness, Enter the Gungeon, Subnautica, Moss, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Paper Beast, Thumper, and Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. So that's a hell of a list, right? I mean, that is a list. It's interesting that five out of the ten games have a PSVR component or just straight up mm-hmm. PSVR games. But like Moss, yeah. Yeah, like Mo well, I don't know if you can play Moss in two D. I know you can play Thumper and Res Infinite either in two D or in VR. But Yeah, I guess they wanted to show love to the VR people. It was like, alright, y'all been rocking with VR for uh, I, you know what I'm saying? He had a, here's a couple games if you ain't already copped them. You know, dust it off. Mm. Throw on your headset. Take out the know, box that you stood in. Tweet, tweet about us. Build up some hype. I actually this hooked it up. I hooked it up for Tetris Effect the other day. I was talking I was talking good shit on the podcast about how I'd bust back out my PSVR and it's hooked up to my PS5. I could yeah. Press the button, and at some point it'll, it'll light this. up. I really do feel like the the releases they did that sh- showcase any PlayStation VR is to showcase a new VR coming soon. Mm-hmm. Coming mm-hmm. in like two plus years, we're not getting that anytime soon. I don't know about two plus years. I really do think. I think they're still trying to. I know they're still trying to hone in on the PS5 and get that to where it wants to, to where they want it to be before they like think about putting out that console or like the VR component for it, you know? Yeah, but you get that where it wants to be. You get that in the sweet spot. People already want an update of the PSVR. That's yeah, a thing. But the thing Sony's making so much money off of selling out every single PS5 they can ma- manufacture. Like, that's I'd... a guaranteed seller. You know, PSVR 2 is like, will they buy this right now? Maybe. And it's like, even if they drop that, what are they really going to put on it? You know, like, I'm sure they still want people working on it. Unless they can, the like, Half-Life Alex. Alex. I'm say, unless they can get Half-Life Alex 
Please, like if they if they get Half Life, okay. Alex. If they if they did, Valve ain't gonna do it. Valve ain't gonna do it. In a fantasy, Valve Valve has said that they want it to be anywhere that is possible to be. It's just that the PS4 wasn't strong enough to run it. But now with the PS5, and if the new PSVR is exclusively like a PS5 thing, it'll be interesting to see because that's like one of the weird things about running a PSVR on a PS5 now. You can only use the PS4 version. So mm. games that have gotten next-gen upgrades like No Man's Sky is the best example. Or Hitman 3. If you have Hitman 3, you have to play the PS4 version on PS5 to do the VR stuff. You can't use the PS5 version with PSVR at all. So I think we've got a while of waiting they're going to try and saturate the market with ps5s sell at least 50 million ps5s before we get a psvr2 just because component shortages are a thing with Mm -hmm. like the rona going around like manufacturing silicon chip shortage as well like everything is is not in stock from graphics cards to everything there's just a shortage of everything so it it does make sense that they're trying to you know get everyone the console before they start selling you all the complicated accessories that go with it exactly you know and plus it's this is easy money like if they had ps5s like today oh oh, man that would have been unreal well you know (laughs) they sold another couple million If they had one in store like today, I would have gone and I would have bought it because I've been literally it was the one thing I was waiting for to round off the year. Like even right. not even I didn't. The thing is, I didn't even technically need to buy any new games that were PS5 exclusive. I could just upgrade all of the old ones that I had. Like I was ready and then they just were just gone in the blink of an eye and they continued to be gone <laughs> in the blink of an eye. So, yeah. yeah. They they need to they need to sort that out and get everyone the console first before they start thinking about selling the VR. Because remember they've got the headset, they've got all sorts of um, they've got like the Pulse 3D camera that comes with the PS5 and all this other stuff. So yeah, I need to get the PS5 camera because I've been streaming. Like I know we've popped into some of your streams after we've recorded before, and you stream natively from the PS4, and I mean. I'm at the point that my capture card reduces the image quality that I see on my monitor from my PS5 so much that I really need to just upgrade my... uh, What one have you got? Like, what capture card have you got? An Elgato HD60. Not 60S, not 60S+, Plus, just the base-ass 60. And your your PS5 runs in like 4K, so yeah. And the thing, so the thing is, I run it. I after I got my PS4 Pro, my primary monitor is a 4K HDR monitor. Yes. So when I put it through the HD60, it strips me down to 1080p non HDR, and it's just complete hell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even because for me also. 
um, when I started upgrading my setup, I was looking at it and I was like, a lot of games that are going to come out from here on out are going to have like, you know, some sort of cinematic 4K mode. Not to talk of next gen where we're probably going to get to like, you know, 4K, 60 FPS at some point. So it makes sense to invest in a 4K monitor. If I'm going to be capturing footage, I want to capture it at the highest quality possible in case like, you know, something happens and I have to like, you know, bump it down somehow. I've already got it at like a native high resolution. I've got the Elgato HD 60S, which okay. is like 1080p 60 what I need to do is I need to get an internal capture card, probably yep. like the 4K60, yep. to make sure that everything I put through it will be in the highest quality possible. Because there's no point. If you've got a 4K console, why would you not stream or record? Because it's, a, it's so yeah. expensive. <laughs> it's, yeah, the 4K60 is just like $400 on its own, so... That's it's the only thing holding me back is is prohibitively expensive right now. Mm -hmm. I got bills to pay. <laughs> Man, Red, PlayStation Plus, Nintendo Online. Oh, God. Oh, see, I've been p paying my PlayStation Plus renews around Black Friday. So every year I get PlayStation Plus on Black Friday for $30 or under for a year. And some years I'll just buy two years to just say fuck it because I'm paying less than half of the MSRP on PlayStation Plus. I don't I don't think about it unless it's Black Friday. And Black Friday I usually just have money set aside for that anyway. I need to see why do I not operate with sense? Because this is what I need to do. And instead, I'll be like, oh, everything's on sale. And I'll go on Amazon. I'll go on the PlayStation store. And I'll spend all my money and then forget that I actually need to get PlayStation Plus like a dumbass. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna be taking that tip because I need to do that. Yeah, my... Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's good advice. My, my Switch Online... A, like a little sale, just go ahead and copy it and tuck it. My Switch mm -hmm. Online is based on Madrid's birthday because... I bought my Switch yeah. <laughs> Online the same time I bought him Switch Online for his birthday. So now anytime it's like, oh, my birthday's coming up, it's like, oh, shit, I got to renew my Nintendo I, Online. I've legit paid for Switch Online once <laughs> because um, we got a bunch from Twitch Prime one time. Then Anton copied me it like once or twice. <laughs> and then like, the thing was, I just got you. You were like... I just got you a Switch gift card for your most recent birthday so you could just get a game because nothing any of us were doing on Switch required online at the time. Very true. I think I still... I need to talk to my niece and see if she has online. Because if, if she doesn't, I'm just going to, like, do a family plan for, like, her and then probably my other niece if she doesn't have it, too. Mm. I'm so proud of them. They're both weebs. It's great. Oh! <laughs> No, they like watch uh Haikyuu and like Bungo Stray Dogs. I'm like, what? I'm like, good job. Oh, they're so trying to get them to watch like old school anime. I'm like, listen to some good cursed dubs. Um, you know, just so y'all can know what we had to deal with back then. Mm -hmm. But then also listen to the dub so cursed it became magical. Ghost stories. Ghost stories. <laughs> Ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> that dub is a work of art. It's a work of high genius. <laughs> yo, you, yo, Yu-Gi-Oh's dub Joey. 
fucking Sanji from One Piece Four Kids. Hey yo, hey yo, Luffy. Yo, yeah, there's some niggas outside at the front door. I'm gonna have to kick them in this shit. <laughs> like, cursed. How do they think? Like, you're, they're supposed to sound like real people. How do you, <laughs> who are you imagining? Like, Michael from The Godfather. They boys, they got something new for you up top. Like, who are you imagining? He speaks like <laughs> no, Oh, okay, he wears a suit, so I think he's gonna sound like this. Huh? <laughs> also, why is it in like the majority of dubs they just have protagonist voice number one, and you you hear it and you inst you, uh, you yeah you hear it and you instantly recognize it. It's like know. why? That's that's I'm pretty sure that's one of the calling cards of a four kids dub. No, even yeah. the modern Adult Swim dubs, of, it's like that makes me they have four like, voice actors in the fucking that makes me think English of, um, dub. Shinji's Adventures from RDC World. <laughs> oh my God, just pre- just generic protagonist voice number one, number one A. Yeah, that's the oh. MC from Shinji's Adventures. Do you guys watch Lupin the Third? Which one? Or like, so um, there's like the new 3D sort of animated movie Lupin the First that came out. Oh, I still need to see that. That should look so good. I watched it in subbed when it first came out, and I've been yes. waiting for the dub this entire time, and it's not bad. Like, it's the dub bad. was... It's, it's not bad. Like, it's not painful to listen to. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know when your ears are bleeding when you're listening to the dub, you're <laughs> like, yeah, this is it. But, like, it's, it's not bad at all. Um, My problem, like, my main problem with dubbed anime is that if you're... if you bother to create like an entire backstory for this character like for example say if a character is from russia why do they not have a russian accent mother russia <laughs> no but like it would it it, it because ruins they cheaped the, out on the voice actor yeah yeah it yeah. ruins the immersion you do that for disney animated movies about like you know mice who are cooks right. in France. Right. Why does the mouse have a French accent? But when it comes to, like, you know, a massive anime that's distributed internationally, why is the dubbed Yo. voice actor... Hey, Ratatouille's a rat, why? not a mouse, okay? A rat. <laughs> gotta, get, gotta get your rodents straight. Pardon, pardon. Yo, the Great Pretender had a... Had an awesome voice cast. Yes. Oh my God. Great Pretender did that shit like right. A, of like it being an international point, thing. Oh, um, mm-hmm. Great Pretender um, was fucking beautiful with that. You Hakusho's dub was a little cursed, but it's also like really fucking perfect too. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good yeah. one. Code Geass. It's cursed, Code but Geass it's had an mates. fucking excellent dub. Um. What's what's new that had a good dub? I'm I'm I don't know the Demon Slayer dub. I'm like, mm. I, oh, I haven't even watched like, the My Hero dub. dub. I will stand up. For. It has its moments. It has its moments. The My Hero dub is not. I, I just I'm not gonna say it's, it's top it's, tier. It's, it's not like at the level of like a Samurai Champloo or like a Cowboy Bebop. It's not. I'm not gonna Yo, say it's top tier. Just gets the best dubs. Like. Yeah, you're right. Because the Carol I mean, and Tuesday, actually, the Carol and Tuesday dub was good. Yeah, the Carol and Tuesday mm-hmm. dub with some straight heat. My only problem, if anything, would be Carol wasn't voiced by a black girl. But 
you know. See, oh, the singer, the singer was black though. So, shouts out to her. And from oh, Atlanta. What? Oh, really? She's from Atlanta. Yeah. Um, oh. Nea Bree, or Bricks. I'm gonna have to look you that know? one up because I had no idea about that. That is nice. I like that they mm-hmm. did that. Oh, what is a good dub that I can remember? Oh, I don't know if you guys watched this one, um, but Yuri on Ice, like the yeah. the figure skating one. I haven't watched this, it. I'm... This is where the whole if you uh-huh. have a backstory for a character, make it realistic came from. Because I remember I watched the entire thing in subbed, like you know when the whole fandom was exploding and people were, you know, reviving Tumblr by making fan pages and all that. Yeah. I, I watched it in subbed. Um, the streets love then... being <laughs> See, we're going to get back to that. <laughs> we're going to get back to that. We're like, I watched the whole thing and then I was like, okay, something told me, just watch one episode of the dub. Like, just watch it. And you, when you encounter Victor, who is like one of the main characters for the first time, he has a Russian accent. And I was like, oh, they actually bothered, you know, to like... Oh, give the yeah. Russian his proper yeah. accent. Yeah, like, and I don't know why it just hit... Because it's one of the things that really takes me out of... Like, if somebody's supposed to sound sad, why are you giving me this generic voice actor, number one? Like, it will all be okay in the end type of voice. You're not sad. Your mum has just died. Like, why are you... <laughs> Why are you speaking like you've just been given, you know, the order of pizza that you've been waiting for for two hours? Oh, Your no. mother just died. My, like, my, my mother right? just died. My mother I feel. I feel sad. Like, what? <laughs> That's Sadness. not. It doesn't work. Him, the accent was right. Like, the emotion was there. I find that sometimes when you hear English voice actors, I don't know what it is. They just don't give the role that that pizzazz, that emotional impact that you need, and it takes you out, which is why a lot of people listening to the dub just kind of it isn't the same as the yeah. sub. Yeah, it's just it's just not the same. It's not there. It's getting better. And JoJo's excellent English dub. <laughs> oh no! They, they also, like the the like the sub is just. T- Fucking god tier, but like the English yeah. dub is really good too. Like, cause they do that thing, and they they do have people with accents. Like uh, Joseph, Joseph in part two. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay. I like, like but... oh my god, you're fucking number one from Kids Next Door. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want the definitive experience for jo- you, have to watch Insomnia. It's just like yeah. the the funny yeah. like. Japanese English moment, they just hit so much yeah, better. When they cut the kind of eyes. That's my favorite shit in any anime when they just like speak English. Yeah. My brother! Like, that's always the highlight of a subbed version when the subs, you understand what you're hearing and read this. It's just the best. Let's rock. <laughs> Uh, I think, think uh, what what is what are the two sound effects that I have saved from JoJo? Like probably Zawaldo and oh my god, like that one. I just have them yeah. everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> like Those they're my yeah, they're like my Twitch alerts. I have them. I've got them on my phone. 
like I wish that Apple let you set random um, songs or like MP3 tracks as your ringtone because I would have made that my ringtone by now. Yeah, I had to buy the fuck Donald Trump one as my ringtone, but you know. I've gotten my money's worth out of just being somewhere <laughs> and fuck Donald, Donald Trump. <laughs> That's worth every penny. That is worth every penny. But hold on, guys. I have to take this. Hold on. I can't seem to find my phone. <laughs> fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. We got money back, Jones. <laughs> we miss you, Josh. Where you been at? <laughs> Sweet Jones, my brother. But, yeah, so are there any of those play-at-home games that stand out to any of you in particular (laughs) that you want to plug? I mean, if I haven't already played Horizon, I'd play Horizon again. Yeah, Yeah, I I can't remember if I have, like, the Ultimate Edition or not, but I'm definitely going to fuck with that now. Oh, it is the Complete Edition. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good of them to put that on there. Right. That's a great deal in it. Like, if they didn't have the rest of these games, it would still be a great, like... Yeah. I gotta shout out Ab... So, I've played Res Infinite, Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, and Thumper. Abzu is a lot of the same people that worked on Journey, but, like, it's not as special as Journey, but it it's is, a little harder to navigate. It was Subnautica if you want to relax and not get scared out of your wits half the dog on time. What? Abzu. Abzu Subnautica. It, but not scary. Full and elegant. <laughs> huh? So it's like PG Subnautica, basically. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll take that. Actually, has a really good story and a solid art style. Which one, Chris? Abzu. Yeah, oh yeah. The, like, yeah. Uh, really so, my, th- my top recommendation, just because not enough people play this game out of these play at home games, like, mm-hmm. I mean, after Horizon, because Horizon is kind of like a separate deal, but out yeah. of the smaller games, I'd say Res Infinite, and then definitely play Abzu. Give Thumper a try, because Thumper you can play outside of VR, and it's just a solid rhythm game. Oh, you don't have to play it in VR? No. No. I thought you did. Okay. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Because I thought that was a VR only. That kind of made me upset. Because I don't have the... I don't own the VR. I have to borrow it from my friend if I want to use it. And right now, going down to their flat is kind of risky. Since, you know, two of them are quarantined. So, I can't do that. But yeah, no, that yeah, yeah. No, stay safe, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Then Mask you up. Can't go and, yeah, you can't go and like you know catch coronavirus just to borrow someone's PlayStation VR. It doesn't make sense. So yeah, if I could play outside of it, cool. And I haven't heard of Res Infinite actually. Like I've never, I've never seen gameplay of it. I've never heard of it. So well, that Res was that. like a PS2 game, and Res Infinite. I think the final level that they added on might be a VR exclusive thing, but apparently, because Res Infinite was one of the games that when I got my first VR, I it was Thumper and Res were like the top two, and then since then it's been like Beat Saber and Tetris Effect, but just starting off early on with VR... Yeah, Res and Thumper were games that I could play out of VR, but were just enhanced severely by VR. Mm-hmm. 
So I highly recommend both of those. Like, it, I don't know what your taste in games is, but I like weird, like, musical, experimental kind of... It looked fun. I just, I literally didn't know if I would be able to play it. But now that I know that I can, I'm definitely going to check it out. Absu kind of reminds me of um, Rhyme. Mm-hmm. Rhyme on PS4. I really enjoyed playing that game. Mm-hmm. And like, as you said, it's like kind of similar to Journey, except underwater. Yeah. So I think I'm going to really enjoy it. There's also a similar game that's like, it's a ballet dancer, sort of, and you're sort of like dancing your way through the world. Uh, Bound. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bound. Oh, yeah, what game is yeah. That? It's um it's called Bound on um, Yeah, Netflix. that game is yeah. so good. It's so pretty and like it was it's, just so yeah. relaxing. And that has that. a VR mode too, right? I I don't, don't think so. Hold on. Oh, I thought it was I thought it was VR only. That's why I didn't play it. No, no, no. No, I, it. no, I know Abzu had the VR option. No, Abzu doesn't think... have VR, but Bound does. Yeah, oh, Bound okay. has VR. Bound okay. has VR. Well, I guess I'll finally play it then. Bound is beautiful. It's Those, so uh, pretty. PlayStation Plus a game, right? Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Who knows? I don't think it was. No, no, no. I don't think it was yet. But I have it, Madrid, so you have it. Just <laughs> All right. So this new Fortnite season, I won't spend a lot of time talking about it because nobody else here plays Fortnite. But the new Fortnite season happened. It was this season seems to be really interesting because they they've overhauled so many systems once again. Like the weapon crafting's different. The weapon upgrading's different. It's just. Yeah, I mean, it's a solid season. Uh, They have Raven from Teen Titans. There are rumors of Beast Boy showing up. Um, Their boyfriend and girlfriend. Laura Croft is in it. So I actually re-downloaded the trilogy again. So I have Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider installed on my PS5 for whenever, you know. If I have a break, uh, this past week I picked back up Final Fantasy VII Remake and started having fun yes. with it again. Yes, there we go. Um, what do you think about Integrate being PS5 only? Like you know the new I'm fine with it. <laughs> As the owner of a PS5, I want everything to come to PS5. I'm There's not enough shit to play on it's PS5. Like- I mean, you could still play that on PS5 if we got that on PS4. Yeah, right. but you know, this at the funny. end of the day, I don't. I I get you feel like a Republican. <laughs> right. Damn, shots fucking if, fired. You know, I want it, but that doesn't mean they should get it. Because I want to enjoy getting it more than the they thing would. is, uh, the thing I'm most excited about for the PS5 version of Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm more excited to play the base game with improved graphics because that's been my thing. Every time I've opened it on PS5, I'm exactly. like, this you could look even better. You don't need it. I have played it. I just said I played it. You finished it. You coward. 
Damn it, you were right there. All you had was like one to two good sit-down sessions and you could have beat that game. That's definitely not true because... Okay, three. <laughs> three good sit-down sessions, you could have finished it. How long is your yes. definition of a sit-down session, sir? Three? Like five, six hours? Because he's at that point where it's like, all right, do as much shit as you can before you go on to No, I am not there at all. Where are you? I just beat Hell House. Oh. And Don, I just got flushed what? into the sword by Don Cornero. Corano? Whatever. Cornelli? Corneo? Corneo? See, if I had a British accent, shit would just sound better. Like, <laughs> no... I'm blaming that one entirely on my Americanized voice. Right. Sometimes trying to say certain words, they just they sound incorrect in, in the accent, so I don't even try. That's like most of the time I don't send. What's the hardest that? word? Like there was like a hot water bottle or something. It was like tell your British friend to say that. Oh no! Every, <laughs> every day I see that tweet. <laughs> God, <laughs> I was doing it in my mind. I was like, hot oh. water. <laughs> Literally, I start like I every time I hear it, I start like overcorrecting when I say it, and it just gets worse. I just <laughs> ooh ooh. Okay, so you know what a chip buddy is? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the homie Cam. He was explaining chip buddies to us one day. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, that was one of the what funniest. Was like roasting him for that, like. <laughs> 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 No, on the actual episode, we gave him shit, but, like, we were legitimately confused when we were off recording, asking no him about what a chip, bu- chip butty was. No, but, like, no one gets it, but, like, when you're drunk at, like, 3 a.m. in the morning... Like, it makes sense. I made one at home. I was like, huh, this is this is that crispy right. sandwich you were talking about. Right. It's, like, it's... Ca- it's- carbs that is what you need like you're drunk as fuck you're coming out of the club it's 3 a.m in the morning it's cold because britain is always fucking cold you get to the shop and he's like what do you want you have three bucks to your name you get the chip buddy you eat it you get home and it just it absorbs like 50 percent of the alcohol so that when you wake up in the morning you're not like what's his name mark Sudo when he fell out the window in death note you're not like dying do you know what i mean <laughs> you're fine I mean, I'm more of like a hot wings or burgers or something like that. You got three dollars to your name. Yeah, like McDonald's is a thing, bro. Like, you gonna go go snack up some mighty wings? McDonald's is plastic. Like, you eat, you wake up in the morning, and it's like it it does not compute. Like something is wrong in your stomach. (laughs) It just sounds like all of y'all eat better than I eat. I eat trash and garbage all the time. I'm basically a raccoon. I mean, like, it's not necessarily better for you, but at least you know that you're not eating, like, painted plastic. McDonald's is pla- I'm sorry. Like, so- have you seen that video of that guy who put a McDonald's burger on, on like, his, his kitchen counter and it didn't? 
<laughs> First of all, that shit's not true because the McChicken six hours later, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that video and bought like extra McChickens to have for like a meal later. And McChickens <laughs> six hours later are not the same McChickens that you get hot and fresh out the window. Okay, but have you ever found like discarded fries that have been chilling in your car? Well, yeah, those. Uh, but I mean, because I cleaned out my nie- like my nieces and that's nieces. potatoes, bro. And, and there were fries in there that was chilling for years. I'm sure that were just hard as a rock, but physically had not changed. It's weird. It's weird. Like, why do they? They're potatoes. Potatoes degrade. Like, why do they look like that? Why is it? It's so. It's unnatural. I don't like. This is. McDonald's fries are the reason why I now don't okay, so buy actually, the, fries part or of the chips. Why that, part of the reason why that happens, though, is because they fry out all the moisture out of it. Like, They're completely. Dry and crispy. Yeah. You gotta but de-starch I, them. You gotta see. In MSG. <laughs> where's, where's the mold? Where's the, like, where's the crumb? Like, it's, it's, why do they look like that? We've just the moisture gone. Really loves moisture. If you ain't got none, where are you gonna grow? They're just gonna stay like that for it. So if you kept McDonald's fries in like a vacuum sealed bag and you stuffed it in a vault somewhere, like you know Fallout seventy six style, and you woke up like a hundred years later and you took it out, theoretically speaking, since there's no moisture, they would just be the same. Right. I think if anything, they would gain sentience and um, build their own community. Form like flubber and just gradually consume the entire planet. <laughs> it's our turn to eat you. We're gonna deep fry humans. Potato uh, wedges are superior to chips, fries, whatever you call them. I say chips. I'm sorry. Fries don't make sense. Why do you they're call them fried. fries? Because they're fried. We had, but they're we literal. Chips. Why do you call them chips? They're crisps. Like, they... <laughs> they they crisp. They, you fry them, they're crispy. You eat them, they're, they're Not crisp. all fries are crispy. All chips are yes. crispy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'd even take chips as crisps before I take fries as chips, you know? But they're literal chips of potato that you have then gone and fried or roasted. They were chipped before they were fried. So that means the fried of a chip of something. Like if you're chipping off something, it's very thin layer of something. So chips and not necessarily, because if you're like if you're I don't know, if you're like a carpenter or woodcarver or something, you're like, you know, not they're not yeah they're not tiny wood chips do look more like fries than chips but see i guess we think of pink chips right which are more similar to our potato chips but eddie you're thinking wood chips which are more similar to fries because of what conditioning because of what (sighs) colonization see if we unshackled our brain, I, I felt it coming. Would, I'll be back. You would understand. Madrid, you're talking. We are the we are the colonized country. Exactly. We're talking we're, to. We're talking to the. 
choose to colonize her. We have to decolonize. <laughs> I we never thought I'd be in this have... position. Yo, Anton, Anton loves. So let's talk about this spring season of anime in Netflix jail. Okay, why why is Shaman King coming out in spring, but it's in Netflix jail? Is it in Netflix jail for y'all? Because I want to know whose VPN I have to use to watch it. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Shaman King is like... Wait, is that is it actually... Is it on Netflix? I can't remember. Because I thought it was on Funimation for some reason. I don't know why. I'm back. Yeah, it's, um, it's a Netflix original. Like, I just saw the trailer for it, and it was like, Netflix. So, oh, no. That's right. <laughs> I, I, like, I need Netflix to have anime simply for the fact that, like, Sony just, like, Sony... Sony and, owns um, everything. But own Sony Crunchy owns Crunchyroll. Roll. So Exactly. We yeah. need Netflix, but we also need Netflix not to, like, we're going to make you wait, like, months after the fucking show airs to get it because we want to drop it all in one. Instead, instead of just doing it episode by episode, like I understand if like nothing on Netflix was episode like on a weekly basis, but that's mm-hmm. not the case. They have shows like that. They're mm-hmm. just being difficult because fuck us anime like only watchers, you know. Like oh y'all Snowpiercer just like the comes pig. out every week. Yeah, Snowpiercer no. comes out every week. So yeah, why like, can't you do that? Right, and they do this in America. It's like yo, so watch it. Talk about it. We'll we'll carry the topic over for weeks. Question: Like Disney has been dropping their stuff the way they have been, right? Because if you drop it all at once, they'll talk. We'll talk about it for a weekend, and then we'll move on. Right. The binging model isn't sustainable at all. Unless it's One Piece. Never. Unless it's One Piece. If you dropped a thousand episodes of One Piece in one go, I am deleting that shit from my list, and I am never, <laughs> I am never going there ever again. I, I thousand... wish they had all those episodes. Of so, on. question, oh, Alchemist: Do you guys have the Shonen Jump app in the UK? We do have the app in the UK, um, and I have got it like on my phone. I need to stop reading manga on my phone because I'm I'm slowly going blind. This is not. Get, you gotta get you an iPad. Not, Just get some get some UV glasses. I I, for, I need to get the glasses and I need to get an iPad. I just have not. The iPad is like the perfect size for like those two page spreads of somebody getting their shit rocked completely in My um, Hero. Have you? So, like, there are a bunch of um, web. I've been really into reading like webtoons recently, not just like traditional, but webtoons. And there's one called like Helper. And it's really interesting because it's like a guy who gets, you know, um, knocked to the underworld and he has to fight his way out or whatever. But they sort of really cleverly use the way that you scroll through the pages. So if, say, you know how in, um, for example, like when you're playing uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighters, you can like kick a guy into a mountain or whatever. As you're kicking the guy, the webtoon will say scroll really fast and it will give you like the effect of the person shooting onto the next page they really cleverly use the space like that right and it's like you can't experience that properly on a six inch phone screen because then all of the detail is sort of like compressed you need a big ipad to like properly appreciate it when you're scrolling i 
Yeah, I Thanks, need to get Mom, one. for this iPad in, like, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, I should have got one. I don't know why. My mom no, got I, me I, and my sister the same, like, she got us, this is an iPad Air 2, and it's starting to show its age, but the amount of manga and just reading, pure fucking reading that has gone down on this iPad is almost ridiculous. Yeah, I just, like, want to get a new iPad, especially, like... To start drawing and shit on there, I feel like that'd right? be fun. Right, I so cannot draw, draw on an iPad. <laughs> That's why I got my sketchbook over here, which is—I don't want to turn it straight up because I got Demon Slayer stickers on it. But I can't Please. draw on a fucking iPad. I've got like an X Pen um, that I use for like Photoshop editing and all of that, and I've slowly started to transition into using that for like digital art. I don't know. I'm not really a. It's weird. I'm not really a sketchbook person. Something just doesn't connect. I don't know. Like I love physical manga. Like I like manga on a page, but like I can't read shit on my phone. That's why every Sunday when everybody's coming back reporting on the week's chapters, like every Sunday I'll either go hiking or go out with Angelina or do something like that. So. You don't get spoilers. Well, the thing is, I just ignore the Discord. Like, every morning, I normally wake up and check the Discord, but I'll check the Discord and I'll we see have two something in animation. Channels. <laughs> we yeah. have two Discord channels. We've got the main Discord channel. You can check that every single day. It's a good time. Yeah. Our normal stuff. But then the spoiler channel, you can only check that on Sunday after you've read your weeklies. Right. And I, I just can't read my weeklies on my phone because. Shit. I'm for, so for used. The longest, reading manga on my phone was like that was That's, that was that was the only way you could. You know what I mean? Like you you woke up every day, along with checking your emails and, and making sure that you haven't been expelled from secondary school, whatever. You <laughs> go on manga. No, like dead ass because my school they they were just unnecessary. You you open up manga rock. You pull down the little thing. You see what's updated yep. and you just go in and you yep. read. And if you're a fan fiction reader, you go onto fanfiction.net, you go to your favorites, you look yep. at your stories, you see what's updated, you read that. Like, that was just what you yes. did. I didn't have, right? Like, I didn't have a tablet. We had a computer room in our house where we had, like, you know, two PCs that everyone would fight over to play RuneScape or World of Warcraft on secretly when my parents wasn't looking. And that was where you, you checked all your stuff. We didn't have laptops for the longest time. So, yeah, so, I mean, growing up, it was a completely different story. As an adult, I'm not reading manga on the screen any smaller than this. I See, if I had a tablet, I would do the same, but I don't. <laughs> so I mean, now, if you think about it, a phone is basically just page size anyway. Yeah, but the two-page spread is the fucking art of Turn the... Turn sideways. Boom. <laughs> no, I don't do... Let me. The two, like the two-page spread, is nice though because you know when you get the page gets cut off, like in the middle, you can't open it up, and you have like a massive spread like that. You experience it in halves, which sort yeah. of dilutes the experience. If you have it like laid out like that, you get to experience the whole scene, like solo leveling, for example. Oh, I read solo know? leveling exclusively on my phone, and for, same. Like, 
Same. I would just turn my phone sideways. I'm like, all right, here's this red. Yeah, but imagine seeing it like three times the size, horizontal, like HD, like seeing that. Would that have not been a me- when he's going through? Well, saws in it for you lot. Skip the next <laughs> minute and a half. You don't want spoilers. When he's going through like the the demon castle and he just gets to the top. And it's like the the whole he's fighting the guy. It's like his entire army that he summoned. Would that not have been epic? Seeing that you know fully spread out on a tablet, as opposed to seeing it horizontal on your phone. It looks great, but yeah. it would have just See, been. I, I like your tablet idea, but at that point, for me, the phone is the convenience of it. The more I could be at work, because once I'm not at work, I'm just gonna read it on my PC. Like, look yeah, at this page better. from Kaiju number eight. Like, this shit just goes hard. <laughs> but that's See, not transport. They- that's not convenient to transport. Yeah, it is. This While I'm reading it at work. This thing. That's the thing about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but- if you're if you're illicitly reading it at work, then like I get that. But if you're, I don't know, if you're reading it at home or you're like in a library or it's like lunchtime or whatever, or you're traveling, pull out the iPad. Pull out Spoilers the iPad. for Jujutsu Kaisen, sorry, but fucking. That's like, that's like literally next week's spoilers. <laughs> that's literally next week's episode. <laughs> 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 Ooh, we get to see everyone's new tricks. Oh man, that's going to be Real shit. Ooh. Here, I'll go back to the beginning of this season. Like just... The two-page spread just fits so nice, bitch. <laughs> you read manga on your PC? I Me? I, ca- yeah. I can't do it. That's what, that's I, I used to sit down at my desk and just, like, yeah. download volumes of Naruto, like, back in right. middle school. Yeah, definitely middle school reading manga online was... I, I've always read it on my phone. Like, manga, I've always read on my phone. Fan fiction, I can see... I didn't even have a smartphone back then, so... <laughs> Did my old phone even count as a smartphone? I'm pretty sure you couldn't connect to Wi-Fi with it. You just had, like, 2G on that phone. And I had that thing for like four years until I got my first iPhone. That was it. Um, but no, like all the all the fan fiction novels. Oh, I used to download so many like PDFs wherever I could find them. I have like a library, and I think it's at, sitting at like five thousand PDFs right now of random novels that I've accumulated over the years. What series were you reading fanfic on? Um. So what, like, what um, fandom was it based around? Yeah. So you, you, I feel like a lot of people when we, like, I started reading, you either started reading like with Harry Potter fan fiction, <laughs> or you started, re- or you started reading like Lord of the Rings fan fiction, and then you branched out to like I don't know Naruto or like one. Uh, yeah. The only fan fiction I've ever read was a Naruto fan fiction. No, but, like, back in the day, like, when people first started using the site, you know, everything is spelt incorrectly, like, the grammar is just not there, it's buffering, where is it, we haven't found it, it's gone, like, the one piece, there's no grammar, you're just, you kind of, you have to translate it in your head from whatever they've written on the page, and then you're like, oh, okay, I like the story, and then three years later, you read it, and you're like, what is this, this is garbage, but now, like, people have gotten to the point where they are writing, like, fully-fledged novels on there. Some of them that, in my opinion, are better than the original source material. Yeah, I mean, 
They've been working on their craft for years. (laughs) Some of those people, if they decided to write their own books, they would probably be bestsellers, but they've just written, like, you know, two million words. Yeah, the Naruto fan fiction, the invasion of the new breed. I was like... Why don't they just animate this instead of all this filler they're doing around the three tails or just whatever the fuck they were talking about in the Naruto filler? Like, the storylines in fan fictions, I will give credit. Except the horny ones. I won't give the horny ones. Like, my, do- my doujinshi don't count. Those horny fan fictions don't count. But, uh. Hey, some of them have good plots. You know, from some of these fan fiction plots <laughs> from what I a friend <laughs> not me but a friend <laughs> from what I from a friend from what I've uh, heard from an associate <laughs> from an associate of mine that's not me that's not named Madrid <laughs> alright um I want to talk about this Haven Studio stuff cause I think it's really interesting as far as the gaming space goes Oh, yeah, like, that's the, that's the story you love to see. Yeah, so I'm just going to read Jade Raymond's post that she put on PlayStation Blog. It's been a strange and difficult past 12 months. The pandemic, social injustice, and job elimination have impacted many of my closest friends, family, and co-workers. All of these factors, paired with the inability to see friends, family, face-to-face, fulfill lulled me into a kind of self-reflective cocoon where I had to ask myself some tough questions about what it, what really matters. Um, I've been making games for a long time, over 25 years now. I've had the opportunity to lead the creation of two highly successful original IPs and build multiple teams and studios from the ground up. Some of these adventures have been more successful than I could have ever imagined, and others less so. Several people have asked me recently, after all these experiences, do you still want to be in the games industry? The answer is always an unwavering yes. The games industry is where I belong. Whether it's playing Settlers of Catan with my kids or Valheim with my team, games continue to bring me joy. There's a way to relax, connect, and share experiences with people I care about. And the act of making games is in so, is in so many ways even more fulfilling. Getting to bring together experts across so many different creative fields, for mu- from music composers to concept artists to programmers, yes, programmers are creative too, into perfectly synced orchestration that delivers new worlds to, for players to explore. For me, there is nothing more fulfilling or rewarding that I can imagine doing. As I took stock of my career over the last few years and started to think about what to do next, I came to a very simple conclusion. I need to get back to what I love doing the most, and so in a way, that gives our teams freedom to explore, inspire, and create. So today, I'm announcing Haven, an independent studio where many of the talented game developers I have worked with for years and love dearly are coming together to do what we are most passionate about. It is time for us to refocus on games in a pl- 
games in a place where we can practice our crafts without any barriers or impediments. We want to create worlds where players can escape, have fun, express themselves, and find community. We want to pour our passion into a project. We want to make something wondrous for people to experience because we believe in the power of games to bring joy to people's lives, and Sony does too. Their commitment to excellence is unmatched. It's why we couldn't be happier for their backing and support. Together we want to create games that are a haven for players and we want to build a studio that is a haven for developers. So we do not want... So while we don't have many details to announce today, I want the PlayStation community to know that Haven Studios is already hard at work at an un on an unannounced IP and we can't wait to share, show you more. So I like this because it's always that energy of okay, fuck y'all, I'm going to do this myself and mm-hmm. I love whenever like an artist, a dev, whoever like delivers this and just just fuck the man, you know. It's kind of my own shit. It's kind of interesting to me because PlayStation well, they've closed down Japan Studio. They've closed down a lot of their first-party developers and kind of taken away the creativity. You know, like some of the things that made PlayStation spe- special over the years. They've also brought in Kojima. Kojima got completely screwed over by Konami. And now Jade Raymond, she got basically screwed over by Google with this whole promise of Stadia being the next thing. And so for them to bring in these big names, like Jade Raymond was a name around the Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood Revelations era. I feel like her name has meant has had big repercussions through the gaming industry. And she just hasn't been able to make anything for a while. So in my opinion, it's really good that PlayStation's investing in her to kind of improve the direction of the PlayStation first party going forward. Was she involved in Watch Dogs as well? I can't remember if. Yeah, I think she was in maybe one. Watch Dogs. Yeah. Especially Watch Dogs 2 was better than it was given credit for. Okay. Specifically Watch Dogs 2. So the game she's worked on is The Sims Online, Assassin's Creed 1, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Bloodlines, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist, Watch Dogs 1, Assassin's Creed Unity, Far Cry 4, The Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, which was... I can't even see a platform for it. And she worked on Star Wars Battlefront 2. So it's been since 2017 that she's been actually had a project that she's worked on make it physically out because she got hired by Stadia, worked with Stadia for so long in a first party mm-hmm. capacity and tried to, you know, build a first party offering from Stadia, but then Google was just like, nah, fuck it. And. It's going to be interesting to see what she makes because Death Stranding, as much shit as that game gets, like, I enjoyed what I got out of Kojima being part, like, being funded by PlayStation to make a game. Yeah, he was able to do all that weird shit he wanted to. 
I mean, Kojima's been able to do weird shit for a very long time. But, like, all of it, like, uninhibited for the most part. You know? You know, Konami's I mean, like, yeah, we're not going for this shit no more. Yeah, <laughs> Konami just don't... Konami make, keeps making more games, more money off their pachinko machines than they are off their actual games. That's oh encouraging God. that. I want to play pachinko so bad. Like, when I go to Japan, I'm going to find... It doesn't fucking matter. Like, pachinko looks fun. <laughs> like, the act no. of... I've seen videos oh, on YouTube actual, of people playing pachinko. it's just a machine. No, it, You just want to roll a, a gotcha IRL. <laughs> yeah, you know... Japan is a gotcha IRL. This is also true. But, yeah, I just want to... Play pachinko. I want to have the actual experience once in my life of putting some yen into the pachinko machine, turning the dial, and letting shit rock. You want to see how those endorphins hit? Yeah, because... <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get it. You know, the loot boxes, they've already been tickling Actually, my it's gambling addiction. So, the one thing that we haven't talked about so Who far... Who is Fuck. <laughs> Who do you think? That's not the one thing I was bringing up, but um, Undertale's coming to Xbox Game Pass soon, and so yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about that because I didn't know if anybody was a big... Like, I know Undertale has a huge following online. I know yeah. Undertale is like... Like Undertale has spinoffs inside of spinoffs inside of alternate universes that got spun off that became a whole Avengers-style multiverse event that then spun off into a whole nother multiverse event. And I just read some of the uh, coffee shop AU stuff sometimes. So and enjoy the live concerts because the live concerts are great. Yeah. So my experience with Undertale is super limited. I've played Undertale a little bit on PS4, and I'm I want to play Deltarune. I have Deltarune and Undernight installed on my PS4, and I just honestly need to play them. But and looking at Robbie in the chat, he's saying Octopath is coming. And Yakuza 6 are also coming to Game Pass? See, Octopath Traveler, like... How do you feel about that game? Give us your thoughts on Octopath, because... Talk about it. See, my problem with certain games... So, my problem with certain games is that I don't like unnecessary expository dialogue, and I feel like that game is literally 50% to 60% unnecessary expository dialogue. I, I this this might just be me personally but like I wanted for example I wanted Dragon Quest 11 for a very long time. And um when I saw that it was on sale for like 30% I was like oh my days I've got to get it. Got it and once I started playing through it it really irritated me how you would get to certain points and you'd have just have to like you know sit through all this unnecessary like dialogue back and forth like okay go here speak to this person i've got to go all the way back across to speak to that person it just it was too much and watching octopath traveler it feels like that times three so i'm i'm not really certain it's my thing and given um that project 
triangle strategy. You know that game. <laughs> the most head-ass fucking title. <laughs> I. Whoever said that was the title needs to be fucked. It's the like, same so person I... that said the name of it. It was Project Octopath Traveler, and I was like, "That's yeah. a head-ass name. They're not yeah. going to keep that." And then they fucking kept it. So Project Triangle Strategy is going to release as just Triangle Strategy, which is an even more head-ass fucking game. I'm here Somehow, then. What, no, with the white font on the black background. Yeah, it's but like, like, default, like fuck it's, it. but like, it's not, it's not unique in any way. You could be talking about like something that I used to scrape paint off a wall, and you would have no idea. Like, what? It doesn't sound like a game title. <laughs> this it irritates me. I don't like it, and I don't think um, I'm gonna it, enjoy either that or is it Project Cuboy, Project Cuboy Traveler, that, whatever it is. You were really excited for that. So, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm just like sinking. No, I've, I've put like 50 plus hours in the Octopath Traveler. Like it's and a real solid it? JRPG. It's it's real it's real solid. Like the music's good. Um, I'm putting it in my Switch right now. So that's what I did. I put it in my Switch. I was like, I might as well just play a little bit of it. And also, I was real redacted off of some redacted that I ate that night. So I was like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> put like an hour and a half into it and I'm like oh fuck I gotta go do this boss battle but it was also like 3.30 I'm like this boss battle is gonna take me like another hour because that combat is like you have to be really like like dialed into what you're doing because if you don't know what an enemy has you have to spend time like like figuring out all of its weaknesses and then like looking at your party and trying to figure out alright how can I use this party to beat this enemy as fast as possible and that's what it ends up becoming um so I, I do enjoy that aspect of it i think that's really where it shines and like with this art style like we we really don't get a lot of that anymore and i'm really a fan of the like final fantasies like one through six like early on and this kind of like is reminiscent of that to an extent there was but an update right. for it There's, so yeah i updated last night there's hella exposition for no reason <laughs> like a lot of the time they're like alright we paid these voice actors so you're gonna fucking listen to right, it. <laughs> see, like, the art and the music I have no problem with it's the, the pointless exposition and like just unnecessary plot points that I just feel like are distracting you from getting to the fun That that's what irritates me it's yeah. part of the problem I have with Xenoblade Nino Kuni 2 was like an improvement because you didn't necessarily have as much of that. Like I really enjoyed Nino Kuni One. Um, I got to play two at like EGX when the world was still open, um, oh, and then yeah. I bought it as Different soon as time. I could. <laughs> yeah, and I bought it as soon as I could, and I was really glad that I did. But like, yeah, some something just doesn't click for me with Octopath Traveler, and I'll try. Project Cuboid Strategy or whatever it's called, but... <laughs> Triangle Project Strategy. Geome Project Geometry. Yeah, Project Geometry. Project... Man. Whoever came up with that name. It's the same. I'm booting up Octopath, so we're gonna we're gonna just see what this... My switch is muted, so it doesn't completely blow out my microphone, but... Um... <laughs> Whoever came damn, up that damn switch, <laughs> damn switch! If only you had a better processor in you. 
Ooh wee, yeah. where's oh, that switch man. like? Come on, baby. What do you guys think about that pro switch rumor? I'm stoked. As a 4K HDR <laughs> graphics whore, I fucking can't I wait. I still say we're not in next gen until we get that new switch. Mm. My 100%. thing, so I'm a huge Monster Hunter fan. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise is coming to Switch in T minus like nine days. It's mm-hmm. coming on the 26th. Mm-hmm. And I'm stoked as shit. My one complaint is the fact that I've played 15 plus hours of the Monster Hunter Rise demo. And mm-hmm. after playing World and Iceborne for 600 hours, I I don't know how I'm going to last on the Switch. Like, it looks good for a Switch game. Like, it looks incredible. It's almost to the, like, parody of, like, some of the first-party Nintendo games that have been coming to the Switch recently. Excuse me. But, yeah, I need more power. I need my games to look and run as well as possible because... Yeah, I'm actually clamoring for some frame rate right now. I'm no, I'm not usually the one for it, but yeah, yeah, on Switch, yeah, especially with all those musos they're trying to pump out on Switch now. That's the thing. I want to play Hyrule Warriors. Like I really love Breath of the Wild. On the upgraded Switch, I've been enjoying what I've played the Persona Five Strikers, but I want to play Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. But it just runs at such a low frame rate. Going from PS5 to Switch shouldn't... Like, I get that the Switch is less powerful, but it shouldn't feel worse than going from my PS5 to my PC. That's at about the spec of, like, a Xbox One, you know? I got a 1070 Ti and a Ryzen 1600X. Let me live, please. See, this is what capitalism is does to you. This is, this is literally capitalism. Invading the human body. Oh my god. This man exactly. is like, he is in another universe right now. See, it's a thing. When we have guests that are just regular people we know, Chris is like alert and awake and like with it. But it's like when we have guests that are like, one time he got really drunk and argued about Gen 2 versus Gen 3 Pokemon for a consistent oh amount of time until he had to leave because his dog started eating his birthday cake. So... His, his birthday cake? Yeah. yeah. It was a chocolate oh. cake, too. Yeah, oh. so he was like, uh, I gotta go. But at least this time, nothing catastrophic happened. He's just asleep. Just out cold. <laughs> Dead. I can't blame him. I can't blame him. He looks like he's having It's only 11 here. What time is it there for you? It is 3 a.m. here for me. (laughs) Are you good? Like. I mean, see, this is. Are you a night owl? Only at uni. Like, this is the the problem. Like, once I've stayed awake for a period of time, I'm just awake and I can't go to sleep but when i eventually drop off i'll be like out for 48 hours like i will just (laughs) i feel you completely as like a nurse like who has jobs that i'm working earlier and earlier in the morning i sometimes i come home and i'm just like 
it's like 5.30 in the afternoon, but I'm about to go to sleep and then wake up at yeah. 3 in the fucking morning and play <laughs> Halo Master Chief Collection on Steam by my fucking self. Because everybody's just now logging off of PSN. Exactly. And it's like... They tell you to sit down and write 15,000 words and reference it and you've got to create diagrams and all this bullshit. And you're finished by, like, noon. Your deadline is noon, 12 noon. You finish, you sit there, and you're like, shit, <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> like, what do I do now? I could I eat. Yeah, but, right. Like, I could eat, but then I'm going to feel sick. Like, I could sit here and, like, you know, drink a bunch of water and, you know, try and rebalance my sleep schedule but by the time you get to the end of the day you're gonna have a fucking migraine oh I'll just go to bed and then you wake up at 4 a.m and you just keep waking up at 4 a.m for months until yep. you <laughs> yep. level out that's just yeah so i had like my equity assignment in a week ago or so <laughs> and i'm still in that whole night owl mentality i don't think today was the first time i went outside where there was actual sunlight in a month how did that feel it felt so strange like i was <laughs> in a different dimension or something and there were more people around as well it was like wow i haven't seen people in months like this is kind of creepy you, did you get like a like a almost like an imposter syndrome like oh i'm not supposed yeah. to be here yeah, like, like I was kind of like right. low key. This is uh, like I feel uncomfortable. Like I don't like. It. <laughs> I wanted to go back inside, but then I found that Tim Hortons was open. I was like, you know what? Okay, I deserve some fucking donuts. So I went, um, bought like the variety yeah. pack, and shared it with my friend. And we were just like, you know, chilling the rest of the day. So I had fun. Um, I'm probably still not going to see sunlight for another two weeks. I'm going to see sunlight tomorrow because I'm going to Chris's house to hang out with him to help him solve his loneliness. I got my COVID vaccine. Got my card right here. Hey. If it'll focus. But, uh, That's a hunter's license right there. Yeah, I can go out <laughs> in these streets and hunt. How's Chris going to send his file over, yo? How's he going to stop the recording? <laughs> <laughs> I'll call him call when him. we're done. Yeah, we're I'll call him. We'll call him when we're done, and hopefully that'll wake him up. Hopefully, <laughs> it, uh, if not, Jalen, you got to go to Chris's house. You're closest. You're just gonna go like bang on the door if you like. Because I'm definitely in no state to drive across town right now. Yo, I don't Either drive. That. Either that or like plug speakers into your car or something and just play the most offensive. Like, yeah, fuck song. Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> At top volume. Oh fuck, my camera's gone right. Okay. Can you plug in? <laughs> well. Let me switch battery. For the audio listeners, we've already gone like longer than we've gone in a couple months, so. The bold face lie. This is about the same time we had the last time we had a guest. You say that we we haven't had guests nonstop for like a month. I'm saying, you're saying that this is, doesn't happen a lot. The last time this happens every time we have a guest. Two hours? hours. Say something about the Saints. Saints suck. Who dad? The Saints suck. <laughs> Not them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you know he's. Who retired? Who retired? 
I don't know. I'm not a fucking football fan enough. Let's yeah, see. Uh, I'm not sure either. Soccer, not football, because you know you guys stole the name. If we're gonna be technical. Oh yeah. Well, no, we're we're, we're talking about, about actual technical. Football. Y'all stole a lot of things. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was football over here first, and then you don't rename. Yeah, it. but what about rap music? And y'all See, and Skepta the is just out here ruining songs. <laughs> Now, hold on. No, hold on. No, Skepta was spitting on that uh, on that Cuddy song. Skepta be spitting. No, we got we got guns the same size as Kevin Hart. But please don't think it's a joke. <laughs> I was like, how am I not supposed to laugh at that, Skepta? It's fucking funny. <laughs> No, wait a Like, not everything. I, why am I suddenly representing the entire nation? Like, don't. You're not the only Brit that we've had on that we've just completely sh- like shat on British culture. Shout out to Cam. Yeah, he was just in chat. Like, yo, I feel, I feel betrayed right now. <laughs> you lot replace me. <laughs> you know that was all. That was almost accurate there. That, <laughs> I thought that was actually sounds kind of familiar. Okay, yeah, that the in it was <laughs> no. no sports, right? Yeah, that was that was that was off. You have to have bass in your voice when you say it. Ain't it? I know <laughs> my other what? British accent. I feel like it's just real offensive. <laughs> there is, there is. Oi, no governor! Oi. <laughs> Actually, I want to know, is it possible to actually offend <laughs> Britain? Like, is Monty it possible? Python? Like, does it count? Yeah, apparently if you're just, if you have someone in the royal family that's even 1% black, you offend oh, all of Britain. I feel like, no. you, I feel like they get auto-roasted. I feel like that's an auto-roast. You know what, yeah? The whole royal family thing, it is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And it's I racist. Everyone, it is, and the the way that it is report, like over there, like you know, I feel like racism in America is very much more in your face, open, like you know, brass balls yeah. about it. Here, it's like rock and it's, roll. yeah, like here, it's more like you know, subtle built into the system they're not gonna like you know double tap you in the kidney on your way to the corner shop but if they see that they can't pronounce your last name they're not gonna call you in for the interview no that that's here that's here where do you think the nazis got it from i mean yeah but like no one is police are not you know no, it's, out both. Here it's just shooting. Both. yeah you've got all of it us it's just more like you know they're they're like it's like you go to afternoon tea and you know that so-and-so is banging somebody else's husband and you don't speak about it. You just make <laughs> sly inferences as opposed to you just dropping the bomb in the WhatsApp group chat. No, what, wait a minute. Like, wait a minute. What the fuck? <laughs> no, this is... This is nah, you were nah, speaking nah, like nah, you were talking nah, from experience. What the fuck just happened? If someone is screwing someone else's husband, you know that's not going to... St- Stay gossip for a week. I'm telling you this right now. That is a bold face lie. No, Your country like, is you... tiny. Your country is so damn small. You can get across from it in like four hours. At least no, you cannot. You can go... No, you cannot. And I'm telling you this because I know this from experience. I was working in a law center in London. I'm currently living in Birmingham. To get on a coach 
from Birmingham to London will take you like three and a half to four hours. The country is small as shit, and I know that it's smaller than several of your states over there, but four hours? Maybe in a plane you could get across, you know, yeah. that kingdom in four hours, but by, you know, by common transport, nah. Isn't it just, do they just slow it down so much to the point that where it like takes stupid long to travel like that just to stop people from doing it? No, because if you're going on like... So they can control you. <laughs> right, it's not just Wait, me that you, feels it. Red trolley car. I can taste it in the air. It's palpable when Madrid's about to go full hotel. That's that coffee, you know, the coffee controller podcast. <laughs> but like, yeah, like the the whole thing. It was it was so strange because she's she's very. What would have happened if she'd looked like me? You know what I mean? Oh, like they know, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I'm not even the the darkest-skinned black woman out there by far, but imagine what would have happened if she looked like me, if her hair looked like mine. Like, they would have been burning down her wing of the palace with pitchforks. Right, Legit. like, by all accounts, this is a white-passing, like, biracial woman she is a white passing biracial woman who has like you know her mother is like you know more obviously black her herself here's my question here's my question yeah why are we expecting anything different from the last festering root of colonialism like it's the british fucking royal family no but see this is the thing i'm not expecting them to have improved in regards to not understanding that there is literally no difference between me and you just because of the amount of melanin content in our skin, they're fucking mad for that. I'm not expecting them to have improved in that respect because, you know, with the amount of inbred genes, likely they don't have the brain cells necessary to (laughs) compute that. What I'm disputing is that the royal family as an institution... It has been declining since the death of Princess Diana. And they know this because she was like, you know, she was the people's princess. People came to see her. They didn't come to see the queen. No one came to see, you know, Prince Charles. Even when they went on the royal tour, who was more popular? Diana. And then she died. And she died arguably because the royal family pushed her out and, you know, made her life a living hell after that. And every all the shit that went down with Charles cheating on her and Camilla and all of this... This was their moment to make themselves relevant again. This was their moment to, like, you know, catch up to modern times and make themselves relatable, you know? And they just completely... This was the perfect opportunity. Like, Kate, she is not... If there's somebody who represents, like, one of the people in modern Britain, I can't really think of anybody else who would have been better than Megan. She's white passing, right. you know, she's got a black mother. She's like, you know, someone who came from nothing and she's built this entire career. She was on suits for how many seasons? She was a B-list actress. She could have gone out and done how many other shows after that and had an extremely long career. And she gave all of that up to be with Harry. And she was, you know, arguably doing her job and the people loved her for it. And they had one thing to do which was to support her, and they didn't do that. And we all know that they didn't do yeah, that. And they did the opposite. They, yeah, they, did, 
they did the exact flipping opposite. There are multiple stories about like how when she was choosing her allotted jewels, basically the other princesses were like, you know, talking down to her and chatty shit and everyone was just standing there and it got reported in the news and people had like, you know, recordings of it of them talking shit about her interviews with like random members of the royal staff the royal staff have so many ndas on them that it is impossible for them to go out and say something literally probably without mi5 turning up at their door the next day how does 60 odd people go to the guardian and be like oh megan bullied me come on it's instigated why yeah. is it instigated? There's literally no difference between her and Kate. Why is it when Megan eats an avocado, oh, my God, she's, you know, promoting um, unnecessary globalisation, burning fossil fuels, importing all this shit. But when Kate does it, it's, oh, she's being healthy. She's promoting, like, you know... Look at her enjoying <laughs> avocado toast. Yeah, look at her party. enjoying avocado toast. She's such a millennial. She's so in touch with the... T- like, come on. What's the only difference between the two of them? The way they reacted when her mum came to the wedding with locks, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so, once again, the, the leaders of a country who changed the world with racism, right? exported racism on a global scale. Yeah, but yeah. This is what happens when white supremacy is just completely deep. Not necessarily, it, it's seeped into the culture, but it is the like the governing body itself. It literally shaped and created this form, you know, of oppression. Like, uh, a lot of these problems just spilt over into, like, over here. Like, yeah. with what happened in Atlanta. That's yeah. r- that's racism, xenophobia. That's white supremacy at work. Like, yo, fuck that guy. Like, there's no reason he should have been able to, like, do any of that. But, yo, here it is happening. Did you see how they reported what he did? Let me bring, let me bring up the exact tweet because when I saw it, I couldn't believe it honestly. And then I was like, "Hold on, why, why are you right. so surprised?" I see, see like the police chief. The police chief was saying like, "Oh, he had a bad day." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a recovering sex addict or something, oh, and I'm like, okay, sex so you're addict. Love how the police you're reducing come into women to sexual objects." Time. Yeah, like, oh, why is that? Why is it that with this guy, the police? Oh, he went like, to white. church. Because he's white. Because his victims were a minority. Like it's every why time. Is it, why is that right, Chris? It's necessary. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why does the police feel it's necessary to sit there and basically, you know, like explain to him, oh, his decision to, you know, take the lives of a murder to commit fucking murder. That's what he said, word for word. We all know it's fucking murder, but he was just like, oh, to, to kill eight people in a strange manner. Don't give me a fucking strange manner. To fucking yeah. murder them in cold blood. That's what the fuck. And, for, what? And, and like, also, he had to drive like 20 minutes to get to the next spot. Like, exactly. No, 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 no. Longer than arrested. 20 minutes. We're talking closer to 45 minutes. That in was traffic. A, that was a premeditated... That was premeditated. Like, I'm sorry. That was premeditated. You can't sit there and be like, oh, he just did it with the spoon. Shut up. Stop lying. When I have a bad day, I order Domino's. I go online. I play Overwatch. That gets caustic. I go to sleep. I read manga. I call my friends. I put on music. I don't know. I don't fucking go out and murder eight people and be like, oh, yeah, this this is how I get, get to my happy place. Like, what the fuck? That is racism. That is targeted. Right, the fact that supremacy at work. 
that's white supremacy at work. And it's it is white supremacy that allowed him to basically just fucking get away with it. It's the same thing as that guy who like, you know, killed everybody in the church. They took him to fucking Burger King after yeah. or El Paso. Or there was a church, there was El Paso, there was this, there was uh God, what was the club? What was the name of the club? Oh, uh Pulse. Pulse. In in, in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing is just crazy. Like, nobody can sit there and say that there is any other reason that this took place apart from, one, racism, and two, white supremacy that's allowing him to get away with it. Shit, the flipping police officer over here who murdered, um, what's her name, Sarah Evard, may God have mercy on her soul, why is it that it's now that people are starting to believe in police brutality existing. What about, you know, there was a girl, um, she's, you know, she was Muslim, she um, wore hijab, she's 12. Mm -hmm. They literally, it was a group of boys who'd been picking on her since the beginning of the year. They threw her into a lake and they watched her drown. And they went back to their primary school. And, you know, the teachers, the parents, everyone covered it up. That's fucked. That's that's fucking terrible. Like the xenophobia is so like right? baked into our society. You know what I'm saying? Right. This is really a problem. We need to work to address that. And by we, Once I again, mean white supremacy them. in action. <laughs> like acknowledge your acknowledge like what it is and like work to dismantle it. Like you can't you can't look at us. You can't look at black people. You can't look at other POCs. You can't look at Asians and Latinos and tell them like, oh, it's your job to solve this. Y'all have to fix this for us because we started this problem. It's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> We're going to stick yeah. together and y'all need to worry. Y'all need to fix that. Yeah, I'm not misremembering it. Shukri Abdi. Literally, when the story came out, it was te- it was just terrible because it's like this is this is a kid. This is a literal twelve year old right, who has died, and not only like if you can't, it's impossible for you to sit there and say that there are not signs like about how this entire thing went down. They're literal children. You are allowing these children to cover up this horrendous crime that they have done. And they've done it specifically to this girl. For what reason? Racism. And you feel that because of a minor difference in skin pigment or country of orientation that you have the right, or religion, that you have the right to do that to somebody. I don't understand it. And quite frankly, I never want to understand it. It's terrible. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I'll never be able to see things through the eyes of a racist, bigoted person. Thank like, God. regardless... <laughs> Like, I've dealt with enough discrimination and enough, like, just fucking being angry over, like, the level of racism in this country. Just, in my lifetime, I've already had enough. And I know there are people who've lost their lives for it and people who've not been able to survive some of the instances of discrimination that I, like... I've dealt with discrimination, and I'm not even 100% black here in America. And just the fact that I've dealt with it shows, like, how terrible all these countries and all these places and all of these, basically, organizations. Because, you know, 
especially here, the police are in on it. The I'll never be able to see eye to eye for somebody who was able to vote for Trump and try and fucking right. keep... Yeah, you you can never justify that shit to me. I don't care what tax bracket no. you're in. I don't Fuck care you. how much you're earning. I don't care who... you Like, whether you're descended from so-and-so who fought in the Civil War, I don't give a shit. I don't give there a is shit no, either, There is in... no excuse for voting for somebody like that and right. allowing them to just spew their hatred across the... He is literally responsible for making nationalism relatable again and, like, bringing it to the forefront in so many countries. What, like, white nationalism... No, actually, that's been a problem in the gaming space for decades. Like, one of the big Trump officials, Bannon, had a wow gold farming company. Oh, God, him. Like, they've been deep in our spaces for a long time. Yeah, but, like, when Trump became the president, it just became, like... There was just a massive, like, magnifying glass on it, and everybody else was just like, you know what? Okay, here's my time to fucking shine. And they all came out of the woodwork. Like, you notice France, for example, the just the just rise in like far right extremism in France was just terrible to behold. Like, I have friends who live over there, and the racism that they were experiencing. Like, now I think they fully banned hijabs. At this point, you it was it was absurd. Before it was bad. Now it's like fucking ridiculous. And people just think that it's all right. Because you know, it's it's hyper visible now. Whereas before it was just almost like, you know, this sort of not dirty secret, but it's like politely, impolitely you don't talk about it. Now it's like everyone's like, okay, I have the right to be, you know, a massive fucking douchebag for no reason. Yeah, I'm doubling down on my racism again. I'm going to be yeah, like I'm, I'm justified in being an absolute fucking prick. Like, no, <laughs> no, you have no valid excuse. All right, for being the way that you are. Well, before we go all the way down the route of extremism for this episode of the podcast. I just like to remind everybody who's listening, you can follow us around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Anton6x's. Chris is asleep, but you can follow him at <laughs> Chef and Chris. Uh, Jalen, where can people find you? Squid Bishop. Madrid, where can people find you? Follow me at Set Pod on Twitter. All right, uh-huh. the Alchemist. Your camera's gone, but where can people find My you if they're looking has... for your hot takes? Yeah, all your <laughs> also the name of your podcast. I don't think we actually got that. Yeah, oh, I tried like twice. I don't think we ever got that. Oh, okay. So um, the name of the podcast is the Animatics Podcast. Um, we're probably most active on twitter at the moment we do have an instagram um but we're just sort of you know in the process of streamlining everything making it look all nice and cute whatever uh let me drop the link if my computer ever decides to load that would be nice thank you so um oh and you can listen to us on spotify apple podcast and soundcloud at the moment we're actually recording episode 17 soon so Stick around for that um, if you'd like to see that. And as for me, um, at alchemy underscore zip on Twitter, on Instagram, you're most likely going to see me on Twitter. Instagram, 
that's like to update people that I'm alive. So <laughs> Twitter is where Twitter is where you will find me. Yeah, your shit posts and your hot takes have been on my <laughs> timeline for so long. Like, legitimately, the fact that this is the first time we've worked with you in a professional ca- capacity is surprising to me. Because I mean, <laughs> you're just on my timeline fucking out here 24-7, 365. And considering I don't sleep at night U.S. time, your daytime <laughs> tweets hit differently. It's like, I don't, like, I, I keep odd, odder hours now than I used to. So I've noticed that, especially with streaming, like, you want to be there to support, like, you know, your friends and your favorites and like you know when people are pushing for affiliate or pushing for partner or they're doing something interesting and a lot of the people who i'm very happy to have met um over this past like you know year two years however long the journey has been they don't necessarily live in my time zone so i've sort of of, like grown used to keeping extremely weird hours yeah. Um, I mean, like, we're at the point that we need to just start stealing all the black Brits and bringing them to the states, so we Brit- can. I will. I will happily, like you know, come over for a holiday. I don't know about live there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't recommend America to anybody in yeah. like faith. See, the thing is, we need more allies, and the strongest allies we can possibly get are the black Brits. I mean, we out here. Like we, <laughs> we need are. To, we need to go find and fund our own nation, and like oh, just link Lord. up. You just want to strong isolationism. Yeah, that'll hit. All right. All right. Well, remember, you guys can follow us all around the internet. Cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. The video version I was wondering is edited. Why am I- was so dark, and I realized I was in photo mode this entire time. <laughs> Yeah, I always, do, I always do this to myself, but yeah. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, you guys can find this on podcast services. The video version is edited by Lana Twisted Mind. The audio version is edited by Akuma Santi. This has been a No It's Good production. And until next time, keep it cheesy. Bye, cheesy. guys.